Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Nottingham Playcast. The podcast is about to begin. Please take your seats. Hello and welcome to episode two of Nottingham Playcast. My name's Derek. And my name's Sinead. You're a uh, repeat listener to the podcast. Welcome back. In our first episodes, we chatted to the stars of our Easter production, Holes. And we had a special bonus episode where we had a chat with Sting, who was here for his musical, The Last Ship. Which was very exciting. Uh, welcome to if you're new to us and keep listening in this episode. We're going to present an interview with Matthew Zia, the director of our brand new show, Shabin. But first, let's talk about Amplify. Amplify is our artist development programme run by Beth Schuler. And in this segment, she catches up with Amplify artist Rob Throop as he prepares to perform at our first scratch night, Amp Night. So, Rob, tell me why you decided to apply for Amp Night. I decided to apply as um, I'm currently working on a one-man show and I find it is a very... It's a very difficult process to create a brand new show, to direct yourself, and uh, also I'm getting the audience involved a lot of the way, and it's going to be quite a difficult process to do on my own. So the opportunity to to perform in front of um, people who also are absolutely involved in the theatre world is going to be incredible to get to try out little bits, to tweak bits, to make it absolutely perfect as we go through. That's great. And what gave you the idea? Because your piece is about pubs. Yeah. So talk to me about how you developed that concept. The way I developed that concept, I knew I wanted to play around with an autobiographical performance. I've had far too many things happen in my life to ignore all of them. And uh, the one thing that's been a constant theme in my life, mm. and the one thing that has always linked me and my friends, every moment of turmoil or any moment of real jubilation is the pub. We go there on the day when it's great. We go there on the day when you want to forget everything that's happened. Um, yeah. And along with that, I've met some fantastically amazing people. I've, I've lived some amazing experiences. And so it seems stupid to turn my back on such an exciting, enigmatic part of my life. What do you think the challenges are of being a theatre maker in these Midlands? Or what are the things that you're having to think about as you kind of start your career? Um, one of the biggest thing, challenges I've been finding so far is actually knowing where to start. It's, mm. it's knowing who I can ask. It's knowing... Um, where that great opportunity is. Mm. I've met some amazing people who are constantly coming up with brand new ideas, but it's it's finding that momentum to start it off in the first place is, I think, one of the biggest challenges that myself and people I've been speaking to in a similar position are, are finding, um, which is where something like AMP is a brilliant, a brilliant thing because you're surrounded by people who are in the same position trying to make work and... You're always stronger when you're kind of working together. And that's one thing this this project really does give uh, support to. You're about to do a little excerpt and we're about to hear a little bit of um, an excerpt of your excerpt on the podcast. Tell us a little bit about where this comes in the play. This uh, was born from uh, a pub game which I played every week in my local pub <laughs> growing up. Um, it, a game called Sticky Thirteens. Uh, for those unfamiliar, it's rather like bingo, but with playing cards. I was trying to find a way to incorporate this game uh, within the show without it just being a jarring moment where we suddenly play a game. Mm. And so what I've done is I've tried to pair this material with uh, telling the story of when I met my boyfriend for the first time. So uh, I've tried to have a very delicate, quite a cheerful story paired alongside uh, playing a pub game. game. Yeah, yeah, very much so, very (laughs) much so. Okay, brilliant, here it is. 
I was 18. He was 17. Just. He turned 18 uh, to our hearts weeks later. We met in rescue rooms. I can see a few blank faces around this room, not sure what that is. It's a club. The king of clubs. There was still that fresh excitement about going out back then. Queen of Diamonds. It's very different to going out to a pub. A pub you knew where you were from. You knew where you came from. Going to a club was about losing yourself completely. At least it was back then anyway. The Queen of Hearts. Two queens. It's our word, I'll use it if I want to. Lizzie was there, uh, David and Hannah too. Emma, of course, was late. That said, it takes a long time when you come dressed to the uh, nine of spades. Three of hearts. Four of hearts. Five of diamonds. Six Soko lime lemonades later, and I felt like I'd died and gone to the seven of clubs. The hours sped by. The vision got blurry. About three of spades, we all went our own ways. Not that I knew it at the time, but that night changed everything for me. Forever being the one of spades, the ace of spades, soon became forever being the two of diamonds. That said, in the short term, that night changed my life in another very different way. One of the worst hangovers of my entire adult life. Spending the whole next day feeling stomach-wrenchingly six of hearts. And that was Rob Throop, who is one of the first artists in our Amplify programme, talking there about his appearance in the very first Amp Night. And the next Amp Night is coming up on Wednesday the 12th of September, so put that date in your diaries. If you'd like to find out more about Amplify, Amp Nights and our artist development programme, check the website at nottinghamplayhouse.co.uk forward slash Amplify. And we'll be meeting more artists in the Amplify programme in future editions of this podcast. But you don't need to wait to September to experience exciting new work at Nottingham Playhouse. We're about to unveil Shabin, a brand new play by Mufaro Makabika, set in 1958 Nottingham. Our next interview is with Shabin director Matthew Zia, who happens to be one of the coolest blokes in the world. Hi, Matthew, and welcome to uh, the Playcast. How are you today? Very good, thank you. Sun is shining and we are in week four of rehearsals for Shabin. Amazing. And how is it going? It's going very well. Uh, we're at that slightly um, crunchy point, I guess, where the actors want to be slightly further ahead in their own process than they are mm-hmm. because there is an almighty feat of memory that has to take place, which is learning the script. Um, but what's very clear is, is that Mufar has written a brilliant play that we have cast the most incredible set of actors and in about three days time when the words have all gone in I think we have something quite beautiful. I am so excited about it. So tell me how did you get involved with Shabin? Uh, I had a meeting with Adam Penford just around the time that his uh, artistic directorship had been Mm -hmm. announced and I met him down in London and we had a bit of a chat. It was quite loose there was no no kind of agenda there weren't any projects on the table and Mm -hmm. he mentioned this play that had been commissioned by a local writer, uh, and then he mentioned the kind of trigger phrase or buzzwords, interracial relationship, 
of which I am the product of. Um, so my mum and dad met in a blues, which was the evolution of a shabeen um, in the late 70s. But that's, you know, my, my dad is part of the Windrush generation. So as soon as I read it and realised what it was about, I, I had to make it and wanted to make it. And mm. then when Adam said that he wanted it to be a part of his first season, we started talking much more seriously about it, I guess. How was it meeting and working with Mafare? So I'd met Mafare before. I'd mm. seen Mafaro before. Um, Grace Smart, the designer, had worked with Mafaro, mm. and she invited me to a piece that she'd designed over in Sheffield in that space that I, I now can't remember the name of. Oh, yeah, because he was doing a work Delicatessen. in progress. Delicatessen, yes. which was in an old Woolworths, uh, a reclaimed yeah. Woolworths, and they had lots of little rooms and pockets. And it was the most unusual piece of theatre I had ever seen. Um, it was quite odd. I was talking to Mafara about this the other day and I was going, I can't believe the same man who wrote that very kind of expressionist, abstract, mm. slightly Germanic piece of theatre also wrote Shabin, which is is very kind of traditional and a three-act structure and, and real and naturalistic. Um, but so I'd, I'd seen and met Mafara before and we've just kind of built a real... A real good friendship, actually. Um, he was down in London not too long ago, and I found him in my house six out of seven nights. Uh, <laughs> and then I've been here in Nottingham. We're just, like, hanging out with each other and talking yeah. about the industry and art and 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 blackness and whiteness and the mm. world of the play that we've created or he's created that I'm trying to bring to life. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's, re- it's really wonderful working with Mafara. It's... Um, He's very much a writer. He's very much someone yeah. who I think likes to be in his own world making the work. But yeah, I, just, I think it's really exciting for him and the journey that he's had through the Playhouse working in every department. Yeah, uh, he really has worked in every department. <laughs> yeah, he has. He's worked in every department. Um, then having his studio piece on, mm-hmm. being championed by Giles and then winning the Alfred Fagan Award is just, you know... It's been a very kind of clear trajectory that has mm. been absolutely underpinned by the Playhouse, I think. And it's quite, I mean, just with what's happening in the news at the moment, mm. I mean, it's extraordinarily timely because he's been writing it for quite a long time. Yeah, I think he started yeah. writing this play four years ago. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we've been talking about it for ages. Yeah. So it's really interesting. And also, it's, I think it's really profound that it's set in St Anne's, yeah. um, which is an incredibly fascinating bit of Nottingham yeah. that comes with, depending on where you live in Nottingham, has a very specific reputation. Mm-hmm. Um, how's that been as a director that doesn't come from Nottingham, just understanding the politics or the identity? The same as understanding the politics and the identity of Port Elizabeth, South Africa in 1974. Mm -hmm. Like, it's my job to understand it, to understand Mm -hmm. it more than anyone else can in the room so that I can help them understand it and facilitate their journey through it. We had this brilliant woman in the room the other day called Sandra, who is amazing. She's in her late 70s, I think. Uh, and she was a child in the race riots. Uh, her grandfather was black. Uh, she looks very Caucasian, um, mm. to use a uh, either a South African phrase or a Southern States American phrase. She could pass for white, mm-hmm. um, but she isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, she's all sorts. She's Jewish. She's mixed race. She's a brilliant kind of wow. example of what you get in metropolitan cities where people fall in love with people um and she was talking about that time and that period of time um and the very specific events that happened to her that left her traumatized for the rest of her life Mm -hmm. um and i just think that's fascinating i think and i think that's what we have to be incredibly careful about we are carrying real stories here 
in a way. They're fictional, but they're real events mm. that happened to hundreds and thousands of people all across the country in all sorts of cities. And I think that's why this piece will travel so well, ultimately. Um, because although it is the story of one family in one place at one time, that story still happens now. Yeah. What do you want to leave the audience with? So Shabin is two things, right? Mm-hmm. Shabin is, on the inside, a safe space, mm-hmm. to use a very contemporary phrase. Um, <laughs> it's a place where people can be themselves. They can laugh their whole laughs. They can be as big and loud as they want to be and expressive as people from the Caribbean often are. Mm-hmm. The Shabin is, oft- is also a protective space because outside the Shabin is a world of intolerance mm-hmm. and oppression and um, attack. And that's really interesting. And, and ultimately, that's what the play is about. And I think the trailer lets us know that. The trailer, trailer lets us know that the party can't last forever. Yeah. Um, but the party wouldn't have needed to happen if people were accepted. Mm. And actually, I wonder, that's, it's this word that has come up so many times in my research and so many times in my life and so many times recently which is the word tolerance. The British are a very tolerant people. I don't want to be tolerated. I want to be accepted. I don't want to be tolerated. I don't want you to put up with me because you have to. I don't want you to put up with me when you don't want to. Let me know. Tell me to go away. Um, and I think Brexit has, has released lots of those quietened voices who were tolerating people. And now they're going, well, have got Brexit, haven't we? Don't have to tolerate them anymore. Send them home or whatever it is. And I have had an increase in racial incidents since that announcement, um, as have most people of colour that I know. Uh, And it's always been there. It's always been there. And that's the problem with tolerance. Tolerance is exactly what it says it is. We're putting up with you. Mm. So, yeah, the Shabin is a place where you don't have to feel like you're being tolerated. Matthew, thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you. And that was Matthew Zia talking about Shabin, which runs from the 1st to the 16th of June. I have to admit, it was pretty cool. I would warmly recommend that you come and see the show. Yeah, I'm really interested to see what he does with it. He's been really eloquent talking about the show and the themes behind it. So, um, yeah, come along and check it out. And that wraps up this episode of Nottingham Playcast. If you want to hear previous episodes, check us out on iTunes, Stitcher or wherever you download your podcasts. For now, thank you for listening. See you next time.